New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. You're joining us for the second part of the conversation that I had with Alan from Omega Services and Service Professionals Australia. It was just a single conversation that I split in two because we do like to yak and it got a little bit too long, that conversation. So I've split it into two parts. Best if you haven't heard the first part to go back and check that out because uh, it's very likely that what we're about to talk about won't make any sense unless you do. Anyway, there is an event coming up at the end of November, which I encourage you guys to check out. All the links are going to be in the show notes, actually. So if you want to come along to that, I I strongly recommend you do. Um, I've been to a bunch of these events in the past. And they are fantastic. So make sure you uh, take a bit of time out and invest in yourself and in your business for a day. Uh, there'll be links to it in the show notes, as I said. Uh, anyway, enjoy this podcast. And if you enjoy it, please share it with someone else who might also get some value out of it. If you're anything like me, you're going to relate to what I'm about to say. It's really hard as business owners to take time off and go away and do things that you really enjoy doing when you know that you're not really investing in your business. You have that mindset of, well, I shouldn't really be doing this. I should be spending this money on my business, developing my business. A couple of years ago, I took a guilt-ridden weekend away down to the snow with some friends. And while we were down there, we were thinking, how cool would it be if we could get away and do this more often, but do it in a way that was adding value to our businesses? Anyway, we returned back to Sydney and I couldn't shake this idea and I started brainstorming. And as a result, I put together a program which we've called Ski and Learn. We had the first one in 2016 over in Wanaka, New Zealand, where we took a bunch of site shed listeners across to um, across to Wanaka and we skied during the day and then we did some business workshop stuff in the afternoon. It was a fantastic initiative. Uh, the bunch of guys from all over Australia came to that and it was a really cool way that we could justify, I suppose, for ourselves as a business expense, traveling to a great ski location, learning something that we can implement into our business and ski some of these really cool slopes. In 2018, we're going to be running the second ski and loan program. This time it's going to be in Hakuba, Japan. Now, I warn you guys, tickets are filling up really quick for this, and we can only take so many, obviously, due to hotel logistics and everything like that. So if you are interested in a ski trip, which is a business tax deduction, you can head across to the siteshed.com forward slash events, or you can get to it from from the uh, homepage as well. Jump on the landing page there and secure your position. They are filling up quick. I reckon within two weeks, they'll be gone. So uh, I hope to see you on the trip. And if you've got any questions, you can reach out to us through that page. The SiteShed podcast is made possible because of Tradie Web Guys, creators of beautiful websites designed specifically for tradies and contractors. If you're tired of dealing with web designers that have no idea about your industry, then head across to tradiewebguys.com.au and reach out. Like many companies from all over the place, you'll be very glad you did. Giving tradies and contractors around the globe the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from the Site Shed. Now here's your host, Matt Jones. 
so let's let's move on a little bit now. There's a, there was another question in the group um, from Jason, and he wanted to know a little bit about the follow-up process. And yeah. I know you've got an acronym on this, don't you? Yeah, I do. And uh, I could spend a lot of time on this. And this has been an area where I, I was uh, a part of a, a best practices organization 10 years ago in the US. And I got to spend time with an, in, I, I spent a, I think it was a half day seminar, very similar to the half day classes, our tactical perfection classes we run through service professionals, where this contractor, Stuart Services, and I think he's out of, um, I forget whereabouts he is, it'll come to me, really good operation. And he introduced me to a product called Profu. What the F is Profu? And he said, well, basically, proposal follow-up. Okay, please do tell. So let's say that you're a service company. And it does, look, any company, whether you're doing service or you, you're leaving proposals for whatever, you have a conversion rate. And let's I said ours is quite good at, at 85%. Um, let's say that you're running around, you're doing quotes and you're leaving proposals and your conversion rate is 50%. Now, this is a fact that if you were to be persistent and follow through and a lot, this is this is horrible. Our industry is renowned for this. And uh, all you got to do is call a few tradesmen to come and give you quotes. Doesn't matter what it's for, whether it's for jip rocking or painting, that if you were to get some quotes for work, the majority of those contractors don't follow up. Would I be right in saying that, Matt? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Okay. So if you can have a proposal follow up. Now, I, I in, in our company, I can, can safely say that, let's say, our guys give multiple options in every job they go to. So for a service call for a hot water system replacement or whatever it is, they will do their inspection and they will actually list out other items that should be done. They don't have to be done now, but we'll, we'll bring it to the customer's attention. This this part is really important for anyone that wants to increase their sales astronomically or, or exponentially was the with the word I was looking for. They want to increase their sales, just give more options and follow up more. And I've got some uh, some training material I'm happy to share with you and your listeners uh, yeah, Matt, on that because your persistence in follow-up and having a system can be, it can add this particular company, going back to Stuart Services, I'll talk about their results. They were... At the time, I think they were about a $1.52 million a year company. I know they're bigger than that now, but um, and they may even be listening to this podcast, so it better be nice, right? <laughs> uh, lovely, lovely. Surely um, they are. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. You're, you're a worldwide phenomenon now. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they were about a $1.5 million company, and they had about a 70% conversion rate. So that meant that 30% of the work, the proposals that they left, um, did not get closed. So they had a fellow called Jake. Now, Jake was, I think he was ex-military, he was disabled in a wheelchair. He actually spent his whole day just following up the proposals that weren't closed by the technician. And he, he was nice about it. He'd call the customers, he'd go through, he'd, he'd maybe offer them 5% off. But he actually pulled in, I think from memory, another 
It was either 500,000 or 700,000 in sales per year just by following up. Now, we often think that when we leave proposals for a customer, they go ahead with someone else. Well, that's where we're wrong. A lot of the time, that customer just hasn't made a decision. And if you've got someone that can follow up all your proposals, trust me, do the math on this one. For me, if I got this right, and I still haven't got it right, Matt, and I've tried several times, we will revisit this and we're playing around with them because you need a really good, when you're doing a thousand jobs a month like we are, you need a really good CRM. And that's where we, we haven't quite got that right. We're playing with Infusionsoft. We may end up going with another product. But um, once I've got the system right, we will then, and we do follow up, but not to the extent that we yeah. should. For us, it it probably, look, it, it would only add probably $10 million a year to our business if we got this right. <laughs> but that's me dreaming, right? Okay. And I'm telling you, we leave. Um, for every job that we do, we leave the equal value plus some on the table. Yep. It's money on the table. And this is a massive investment. We will get this right. But as I said, I gotta I gotta focus on the system and the process, then get the right person. It, it'll be big dollars. But um I anyway. think it's always a work in progress, this. However, there is certainly frameworks that serve as a fantastic starting point for following up. I mean, look, I'll be honest with you, I got you know, I my follow-up process is actually pretty good. However, um, even yesterday, I got an email, a phone call from a client. She was saying, hey, I still haven't got that proposal. And I said, what? I've sent you the proposal and I've sent you two follow-ups. She said, I haven't got you any of them. And I, I'd actually sent the original, the details we had in our in our CRM. <laughs> we had the wrong email to it. So, you know, there's obviously a gap there that I saw. So, I've got to go back and fix that system up. You know, you've got to make sure so, that people actually yeah, get it. There's, <laughs> there's many different ways to follow up. And I find these days it's a combination of, you know, email, not so effective. SMS might be a good one. Mm. But what I like to do is when our, our our technicians get the first crack at it. So, but if they don't follow it up, someone else will. Our, our technicians, if they don't close, if they don't follow it up within three days, we um, will hand it over to someone else. Yep. They lose any commission. Our guys do, our, our guys do earn uh, small commissions on uh, on proposals that they that they follow through. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I think the gap. I think the gap there that I've noticed recently is even before the follow up. So once you've submitted a proposal, um, it's a good idea to actually confirm. So contact the person and say, hey, listen, I've just sent this proposal off to you. Can you check and make sure that you've got it? Because you never know, especially today with things like email spam filters and things like that. It may well have ended up in their junk mail and they would be none the wiser. They just think, oh, this prick hasn't gotten back to me. Let's go to the next person. Or luckily for me in this instance, the lady actually called um, and said, hey, I still haven't got it. So I think even before the, the follow-up process, I think a, a confirmation step would would be handy. I've actually done this in the past as well, Alan, with a, with a follow-up text message. Um, I don't know if that's overly the right way to go about it, but um, I mean, look, again, it's all- people love text. Uh, well, not everyone, but yeah, we use a text a text messaging service. Oh, you uh, do? We're starting yeah. to play with that for marketing as yep. well, yep. Uh, for all sorts of stuff. It's great. But so we, we all, of, every single one of our proposal is handwritten. Yep. given to the customer that information is also punched into our CRM and uh, and yeah everything is everything that we give the customer we've got on file so that someone else can follow it up so I should probably clarify as well for the listeners out there what Alan and I are talking about when we say CRM is customer relationship management it's typically a program that will keep records of your customer transactions and communications so sorry if we've got a bit jargony there we 
tend to get a little bit carried away with ourselves sometimes. Yeah, we we talk. Um, <laughs> it's like getting into a conversation with a golfer when you've never played golf in your life. <laughs> That's right. And, and I tell my technicians in training, you, 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 well, I told the I told the customer their boundary trap needed to be replaced. Right. And I go, well, well, can you just explain to me what the F is a boundary trap? Yeah, yeah, what, do, you, do you think the customer knows? Like, so, yeah, uh, sometimes we have to uh, slow down oh, yeah. like we do when we talk in the US. We have to talk retarded, right? Because <laughs> if we still speak at the speed that we can speak here, they don't understand us. Yeah. So I think communication with the customer, um, slow down, repeat yourself. I love diagrams and I and yeah. our guys have diagrams for a lot of stuff they do and they'll show the customer as well as explain to them what the situation is. And I think that's um, yeah. that's a very good way. Look, everything I'm about is to help your average contractor increase his sales, increase his effectiveness. And, uh, and it starts with knowing your rates and knowing the right rate that you need to charge. This, I mean, I, I get pretty frustrated out there with the industry that's... Um, I've thrown low prices over the phone for for hot water heater replacements. And, uh, you know, we get a lot of uh, criticism. And it's not just me. I work with a lot of companies that are charging the right money. And uh, we get a lot of criticism from people when they, you know, let's say we we quote for a, a, a water heater replacement and it's $2,000. They jump online and, and uh, they can get the, they believe they can get the same thing for $1,000. Well, I I spent time with my team yesterday and I've given them a system, a sales system that if you present a price for whatever it is and the customer goes online and finds something cheaper, you can you can win that sale. And that's just through um, showing the customer the value and explaining to them that um, it's never, ever, ever apples to apples comparison. It can't yeah. possibly be. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I tell my techs, how can it be the same? They're not getting you, are they? Yeah, exactly. So it it's yeah and 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 Charlie Greer does it best. He he's helped me over the years to help put confidence in my guys. But yeah, we get criticism because we are dearer uh, than uh, most of the the guys out there in that space. But you can walk into a Reese, a Reese store that we use, and uh, the store manager will tell you we move more hot water heaters than any other company at the right money. So yeah. it's look. For you guys that think that you have to go in at the low price to win work, all you're doing is you're cheating yourself and your family, okay? I can help you to get the money that you need to actually be making the profits that you deserve. And part of this problem, Matt, goes back to as plumbers, electricians, we don't believe we're worth that much. And that's part of the problem. Mm, uh, when it. you've hung around with guys like Scott Irwin and uh, and Tim Cook and, and a lot of the people we associate with in the US, they have a very, very strong belief of what they're worth yeah that's a different subject altogether but i think that's part of a problem with our industry we think we're plumbers we're not we're more than that yeah hey matt absolutely so alan um we've got a um you've got you're holding an event coming up in oh end of this month isn't it jesus coming yes, around quick. 30th of november service success academy here in sydney yeah. so give us a bit of a rundown on that you're putting this on as service professionals australia correct service professionals australia we have followed the the US business model. Very, very similar event, Matt, 
to some of the events I go to in the US, in the US held by Service Roundtable. Yep. The Success Academy is a day of learning. It's for plumbers, electricians, and heating and cooling techs. It's actually for anyone that's in the industry. We get builders, we get we get all sorts of people coming yep. to our yep. events. Now, we've got an incredible lineup of speakers, one being Michael Maguire, professional NRO, NRL coach, Joe Cunningham, USA's best home services sales trainer, I'll be speaking, but no one's coming to hear me. Uh, <laughs> Peter Cox, leadership expert, leadership uh, from Leadership Dynamics and my business partner. Paul Steer, who's a marketing director for Omega, has got some really good stuff. There's a fellow by the name of Matt Jones, not too sure about him, but he's going to be speaking. Hacker. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty good. It's at, it's in the 30th of November, which is a Thursday. It's at Epping. It's in Sydney. And uh, we're expecting a really, really good turnout for this event. Uh, the capacity is 150. And we, we're going to try to fill that. Cool, cool. So anyway, I'll have links to that on the show notes there. Guys, if you want to come along to that, I strongly suggest you do. The, any any of these sort of days where you can take a bit of time out and invest in yourselves and invest into you know, learning something that you can apply to your business is always, is always worthwhile. And that um, structure that Alan's been talking about, you know, we just we just came back from a, an event organised by these guys in the United States, and um, it was a brilliant format. So I can tell you right now, if you come along to this event, you'll get a lot out of it, and the networking there is brilliant. So um, there'll be links to the show notes anyway in that, and you'll see some stuff coming out across social media, which will um, um, which you'll be able to uh, get tickets and whatnot. Uh, is, is it what are the tickets worth, Alan? Is it a free event or that? Uh, no, it's not. I don't believe in free events, Matt, because it's actually to me that's deceptive. And we're we're running this event just to cover the cost Absolutely. of the venue, and yeah. we've had to pay some of the speakers a little bit of money, uh, Michael Maguire and uh, yeah, Joe. Yeah. But all we're doing is 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 charging enough to cover for the cost of the event. It's ninety nine dollars yeah, yeah. a ticket. That includes GST. Yeah. Um, service roundtable members get it for half price. But look, it's going to be an event. The last one we did was in North Ride. I think we had about 70 attendees to that one. We charged too much for the tickets and we just didn't get the numbers. And look, we're not trying to profit from this. This is about giving value to the industry and getting everyone together that wants to learn. And it's it's a fact. And I've been in... in uh, uh, these type of organisations for uh, 12 years now. Yeah. It's usually not the speakers that you get where you learn from. It's the other contractors yeah. and it's getting to meet other contractors. Look, I, look I, I've been in this space for a while as the owner of a company. So, and, and then I'm a trainer myself. I've trained hundreds of contractors in the US, hundreds of contractors in Australia. And I just love to teach and love to give away information. A lot of Guys out there, look at me as being the competition. I think you really need to uh, go and have a stand in front of the mirror and have a look straight in the mirror. You'll see your only competition is right in front of you. Yeah. Okay, and it's it's what's between your ears is where where you've got most of the problem is. Most of the contractors, I got more growth, um, built my business quicker from becoming friends with other contractors that were even in the same building complex as me in the same suburbs. Get to know these guys and uh, take them out for lunch and ask them questions. Don't ever talk about how much you're charging because that's illegal, but everything else is you can discuss. And yep. uh, so that's where growth comes. And that's why I love these type of events and, and being part of, say, the Service Roundtable, uh, Service Nation is to just to be around other successful people. And that's how I met you, Matt, through yep. becoming friends with a local competitor. Yeah, that's it. Well, look, guys, um, that, there'll definitely be information and links to all that, all those uh, to the events. And um, Alan, if you 
got that information you want to leave behind for us, then um, I'll definitely yes. put that within the show notes too so people can get, get hold of that. And um, I'll also have some giveaways too, Matt. I'm, I'll just have to check, yeah. We've got some profit pricing calculators and we've got some bits and pieces and I'll just have to uh, uh, get that. I'll just get permission from uh, <laughs> Service Roundtable. Yep. They'll, they'll be fine. They love to see the industry grow. So yeah, cool. I've got some good little giveaways and uh, we'll get them into your show notes as well. Eh? All right, exciting. Well, thank you very much for your time, Alan. Um, thank you. For the listeners out there, Alan, where can people get hold of you if they so wish? Okay. Well, Service Professionals Australia and uh, myself or my, my helpful team are here to help in any way we can. Cool. Uh, that's serviceprofessionals.com or serviceprofessionalsaustralia.com.au or pick up the phone, 1300 307 413. And anyone that wants to reach me uh, directly, it's just alan at serviceprofessionals.com.au and that's A-L-L-A-N. Happy to help in any way. Beautiful. All right, mate. Well, thanks for your time. Always good to chat. Um, Cheers, man. And um, I hope for the uh, guys in the group there that answered some of your questions, Jason and Bradford. Once again, folks, if you do want to be part of the conversation, then head across to Facebook and jump on the SiteShed group. There's a page and a group. Go for both. Why not? <laughs> and uh, look, guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor. First of all, head across to iTunes and leave us a review because it does help in our ratings. And second of all, go and share this episode with somebody who would benefit from it. Uh, it's all about spreading the word and helping others. That's what we're about. So we're hoping that's what you're about. So uh, go and do that. And uh, that would be awesome. All right, Al, let's sign out. Thank you, buddy. Really appreciate that. Ciao. Appreciate your time. Thanks to everyone that joined us today. Okay, well, that concludes the conversation that I had with Alan around sales. I hope you guys got something out of that. Alan is a wealth of knowledge and you know anyone that runs a business that turns over $18 million a year certainly knows what they're talking about. So I hope that you took a lot of that on board. Uh, if you want to get hold of the show notes for that page, you can head across to the siteshed.com forward slash podcasts and you can search for that episode. I strongly recommend you do that because there's going to be some um, downloadable information on that page where you can get hold um, of that for the grand price of zero. So go and do that, get hold of the information and then get yourself a ticket to that upcoming event with the Service Success Academy. It's at the end of November. Uh, it's going to be a cracker. It's in Sydney. So take a bit of time out on yourselves and um, you know invest in yourselves for a day. That's all from me. Ciao. Thank you for listening to another episode of Toolbox Talks. If you're liking what you hear, then you can head across to the siteshed.com where you can join our community by signing up to our toolbox talks uh, you'll get sent a weekly notification which is basically a highlight of everything that we've spoken about during that week along with any other industry news that may be relevant or specific to the trades if you're enjoying the show you can head across to itunes stitcher or soundcloud where you can leave us a review uh, that would be fantastic and all the reviews get read out in the show uh, likewise if you have any friends or colleagues that you think would benefit from the show and the the episodes that we create then please go ahead and share it with them Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 13,000% return on ad spend, please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation and I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.